this episode on Strangers Fiction, Violet, Jasmine, Dan and I are playing Stewpot. So get ready for some bubble and squeak. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Cassidy. Are you she and her pronouns? One of you go ahead. I'm Dan. I use he, him, and they, them pronouns. I'm Jasmine. I use she and her pronouns. Hello, I'm Violet, and I go by she or her pronouns as well. All right, so... In Stewpot, you we tell the story of a retired adventuring party who have settled down to to grow some roots, to run a tavern, which is what former adventurers all do. Um, let's describe our characters. Our reverse order? Sure, reverse order. Done. All right. Um, my character is uh, Mariposa de la Montaña, or... Um, often called Mary by friends or uh, Butterfly as a nickname since that's what her first name means in uh, English. She's a, uh, a Margay uh, patterned uh, tabaxi, you know, like a cat person and she often goes around in her mariachi outfit because that's the kind of music that she grew up playing. And Oh, and of course, she was a Bard as an adventurer, but now she's trying to, you know, be a merchant to help out at the tavern. Uh, I am playing uh, his Silverstone from the same game as Mariposa. Uh, I am a black-scaled lizard folk with a crocheted beard, soon into uh, piercings along her jawline. She's got a. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't mind me asking, I is the beard like. Like a lizard beard, or like a more standard uh, like, she was r- human. She was raised beard. by dwarves, so she oh. uh, wears it as a cultural thing. Huh. all right. The uh, it it used to be a like in the game we're playing that this is a future AU of. Uh, she wore it as a scarf with a beard like drawn on it, but I figured this would be more badass. So. <laughs> Uh, yes, she uh, has the adventurer job of a druid, and she is returning to her first love of being a chef. Dan, who's your character? Yeah, my character is... Oh, I've been writing it down. Uh, he, his name is Armando Rivers. He is, bir- he is a bird folk in an armored tunic, breeches, and a big hat. He carries around a finely crafted foot. Foil? Yeah, I think that's the name of the sword. A, and he's he's like sort of a black raven, well, black crow, but he he calls himself. He insists he's a raven for flair. <laughs> uh, he his adventurer job is a swashbuckler, but his town job is an artisan. He paints. Cool. Oh, I will be playing Terry Brambilla. The Red Dragon Man. No, that's not the voice I'm going with. Terry Brambilla. The Red Dragon Man. Previously a ruin, she has settled down to become an apothecarist. <laughs> can you understand me? That's very important. <laughs> um, I can. It takes a bit of Barely. it takes a bit of focus, but yes. And also, I, I have to get this dated joke out of the way. 
But uh, does she ever say Fusroda? She never says Fusroda, <laughs> except for then. That one time. <laughs> uh, she also has a ceremonial tail-worn athama, which is like a ritual knife. Oh, tight. So, uh, first up, we got to design our tavern. Yay. Yeah. What, uh, uh, I'm trying to scroll through to find the page for that. Uh, page 8 is where it starts. Uh, yes. First, uh, Firstly, we need to discuss breaks and holds. Uh, uh, Supod has yeah. two inbuilt safety tools in addition to anything else we may wish to use. And it's basically just like uh, firstly, we can take a break after each game if we wish to. And the every time we play wear and tear, we will take a break. Uh, we might not get so uh, that far as doing three whole games. I'm thinking maybe five games today. Uh, during breaks, everyone steps outside the room they're currently playing in, or at least a good distance away from the table, if you're in a large room, and take five-minute breaks. Uh, holds are, like, smoke breaks for issues that come up in play that need more immediate attention. So, if you need it, say, hold out loud, or, like, in a very definite way. Alrighty, then. Safety tools are important. Yes, and it's nice seeing it mentioned in, even in a game like this, which I would normally think is very lighthearted. Yes. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, first up, we should decide on the location of our tavern. We yeah. have a uh, tabaxi, a lizard folk, a bird person, and a dragonborn. Which I'm very happy. <laughs> no, not a one of us is a... Not one of us is a Humie. A boring Humie. <laughs> what? Not one of us is a... None of us are human. Exactly. None of us are human, yes. Okay. <laughs> Furry slash scaly squad roll out. Anyway, <laughs> where do we... Um, yeah, location. I think I prefer environment. Uh, so, like, somewhere out in the wild for people to just chill cool. at like a, a small village sort of vibe is what i'm imagining do I'm, we want to be in like yeah. a hobbiton sort of place just like rolling hills and just sparse living quarters and stuff i, I suppose that's not really like I was hobbiton. Think, <laughs> i'm thinking maybe either in a forest or just outside a forest maybe this forest is like one that that adventurers have like typically go to like when they hmm. it's, it's tiny woods it's your first dungeon <laughs> yeah that's what i'm thinking exactly uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm down with that okay. i also i still see so, the exact huh yeah sorry go uh, ahead. i was just i was just saying because it says each player gives one detail so it's hobbiton oh it's the starting forest dungeon <laughs> um, I will say that uh, 
windmills everywhere for powering the uh, the city sort of thing. Cool. Cool. And you know what? What? Hmm. What do I want to add? Because uh, know what? Uh, no, I hmm. No, can it? I guess. Uh, can it? Let's see here. Forest trees. <clears throat> no, I can't really think of a. a I think I kind of. For some reason, I want there to be like a harbor or a port or something like vague. Not really. Like it's not like we had to be on the harbor, but like somewhere kind of close by. So the sea. Yeah, somewhere where we can see the sea. Yeah. Maybe like a river that leads out into the ocean. Yeah. I guess is a salt marsh. How about instead of windmills, we have water wheels? Yeah, sure, sure. They're both. No, no, no. Water, water wheels is fun. So, All right. uh, river, riverside town. Yep. Cool. All right. So that's that's a good start, I would say. Cool. Uh, what do we want it to look like? Ooh. Um. Flowering vines. You know what? I kind of. You know, it's. Mm, I'm trying to look at the examples and. Like, uh, a part of me wants there to be like flowering vines on it. Maybe stone. That's. Anyone else I, have ideas? I was vaguely feeling like a, built inside a giant tree. With like, uh, are we assuming like tavern as in places adventurers can rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so know. definitely, if if we do do a giant treehouse, I'd say up in the branches leads to all of the private rooms. Yeah, cool. Oh, all right. Uh, inside the tree, I'd like it to be like intricately carved, intricately carved patterns and murals of our adventures. Of nice. our adventures, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you still want flowering vines on the outside, Vi? Um, yeah, love flowering vines. They'd be a really and nice touch. What element would you like in the appearance, Dan? Let's see. Uh, I, I think, as far as like how the tavern looks. I think, like, like there is, like, like, the main area is, like, at the base, and, like, and then, like, you, you, like, would go up to the branches for the different rooms. Mm -hmm. I think there's also sort of an elevator for, like, ah, yeah. whatever cool. types of adventures can't climb stairs. Oh, they, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we want to go, like, ropes and pulleys or, like... Well I, I said earlier, like water, water wheels are powering the whole town, so let's say there's rudimentary oh. electricity. Rudimentary? Yeah. We could use hydraulics. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Elevator for accessibility, I will say. Yeah, and it's like, I want, I'm thinking like, just like this really big elevator that, that, that as it goes, it has like a glass door, and when, when you when you go up it, you can like look oh, out on a great glass elevator. <laughs>
there are like holes in the sides of of the elevator or there's like windows there's like big windows in this like tavern that so that like when you go up the elevator you can see the the landscape of of like the town and the surrounding area how about windows made of like thin sheets of amber but it's like multicolored like stained glass Oh, we, we've definitely got a uh, fucking our, our own like apiary up in the uh, higher reaches of the be- branches, especially with two oh druids. So, uh, do we want to think about the um, name for the tavern now? Or? Sure. Uh, how about the Great Neko Tree? <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Wait, why is it called Neko Tree? Because it's like the Deku Tree, but it's like <laughs> named after cats. But oh, right, there's there, there a taxi, a taxi here, right? Uh, oh, I thought uh, okay, I thought you meant Neko, <laughs> like the like like uh, with a U, not. Um, oh, I no. was I was going to suggest uh, Menagerie's <laughs> Roost. I, for some reason, the idea of, like, something like the Four Winds Tavern, mm. and we're the Four Winds. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay, that is The Four cool. Winds Tavern or Roost? Because I really like the idea of Roost for a giant tree. I like Roost, yeah. Roost, roost. yeah. The Four Winds Roost. That's what I've got so far. Cool. On my yeah. version of the street. Um, but, 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 all right, where, what do we do next? Uh, next is NPCs we will add in time, but first we need to add cuisine. I um, think. Oh, right. Uh, wait, isn't the, isn't the stat thing like, wait, am I misremembering? Uh, you start with one point in each rating, uh, or should go up at yeah. regular intervals. Ah, okay. Yeah. So we've got a cramped kitchen, a small pantry, cheap local wines, and a small brick oven. Nice pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Uh, we've got straw mattresses, narrow chimneys, and bare walls. Oh, no. Bare walls? Uh, we, we, we can jump ahead to the beautiful artwork. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got shitty mattresses. <laughs> so we we just like we, we're just setting this place up. It, before it was, hmm, I think. Bef- what was this place before? A fucking tree. <laughs> yeah, it was just a yeah. tree. Yeah, maybe it was a old fort for elves, but then they kind of abandoned it or something. The I elf don't know. Fort. <laughs> oh god so the so the this was the dungeon of the uncomfortably high level end game boss nice. and we came in and fucking blew, blew them out <laughs> just like oh we i love fenestrated them at some point because that's always a fun thing to do as an adventurer okay. and we took the place over for ourselves yeah. nice so uh, first, like, roleplay, 
scenario is the first step. Do we want to take a break here or shall we keep going into the uh, first step? I am good. Okay. Let me get a drink of water real quick. Sure. Um, with yeah. town experience, we actually get rid of one of our adventuring experiences, or...? Um, hmm. mm-hmm. I'll need to check. I might have got that wrong. Hmm, no, that is a good question, because uh, it says every t- character gains one town experience. Well, then this is the first step of us, you know, becoming part of the town, so I don't know if we would lose it immediately, or lose an adventure thing yeah. immediately without having a chance to... Uh, use it or do anything interesting with it oh well so uh before you decided to put down roots here before you found this group of friends what were you doing what was the first thing you learned about how to live in town Hmm. um i would say that uh uh mariposa and his as polycule finally decided you know what it's time for kids so it was time to put down roots. It's time for kittens. <laughs> oh no, we we've had kittens for a while. Uh, my animal companion is a giant uh, camadan, which is a uh, tiger with snakes coming out of its uh, uh, rough. Oh, cool. Uh, my my, uh, I communicate with it. I've given it a uh, helm that lets it comprehend other people's languages, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a, a snow leopard, pure white, and I call it Pitch. Also, since uh, you know we're kind of using some of the fiction of another game for this, I also love that the helm that I'm guessing uh, Jasmine is talking about is a really dorky looking helm that looks kind of like it looks a like fish. a fish, <laughs> and like in. Basically, both in character and out of character, we just call it, like, the Max Headgear. Because it looks so goofy, Jesus. and it's just, just, oh, it's the Max Headgear. And it's like, its actual name is the, the Helm of Comprehend Languages, but it's, it's the Max Headgear. <laughs> it's that doofy thing, so it's just a big cat that looks like it'd be incredibly terrifying just wearing a goofy fish helmet. <laughs> Nice. Nice. So, uh, before this, I think that... I think that Terry was pretty lonely, living in the forest, just doing the do, and he just wandered into town as your lot were getting set up, and says, Can I please have it? Job. <laughs> Mary, no, I, yeah. Um, I don't really have a voice for Mary Poso. Uh, but yeah, she'd take, uh, she'd like offer out uh, a paw to shake hands. Like, like it's weird to say to to kind of mix up in that. But yeah, she'd try to you know offer uh, a hand to shake and be like, oh yeah, of course. I'm always down for helping out, helping people out. Terry shakes it with her tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've always wondered what it's like to be that prehensile. <laughs> no, 
No, I'm sorry. I'm just imagining that just Maripelta would just kind of start laughing and like still shaking the tail, but just kind of burst out laughing at this until someone stopped it. Yeah, he's he's just sort of like comparing her tail to uh, Terry's and just like sort of uh, you know flopping it around uselessly, like can barely move. <laughs> And Dan, what was what was your character doing? Yeah, uh, I don't know much about uh, your adventures that that your characters went on, but I think, but I think uh, between those adventures and this settling down, he joined up mostly so he could have so he could like have other people to fight with and. And I think he was like, he was like part of like the group that took out the, the like big final boss that used to inhabit this building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he might have like, gotten the idea, of, of well no he got the idea of did you t- of like fighting the guy and then like he's like, huh yeah this could be interesting. Did you just come with the dwelling? We just stay here uh, all this time. Are you a squatter? Uh, I think. Are you peeves? No, like, I think. I think more that he was like. He's like, ah, oh, I've always wanted to fight that guy, but I can't take him on my own. I've tried and I failed. I need help. I need friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, remind me what your character's name was. Uh, let me actually pop it open again because <laughs> I remember the first name, but not the last name. Uh, Armando Rivers. Armando. Nice. Armando. Armando, you will get on famously with my wife's husband. He's an ex-gladiator. Ooh. Cool. Is he big? Uh, yeah. We sort of like gesture at uh, Taban or Tabby as we call him, as just like big, uh, muscular bloke. A big cat. He's not, not a cat. A cat. cat. Not a cat. Not a um, cat. Unlike everyone else in the polycule, this this bloke's human. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Got muscles for days. <laughs> Meanwhile, off in the corner, Terry's just on all fours, crouched down low to the ground like a cat, tail straight up in the air, going wiggly. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> Tongue stuck out like a man. Oh my goodness, no! <laughs> no, and um. Great. Now, um, now, I was thinking of what Mariposa, you know, like, uh, you know, Jasmine mentioned, you know, his Mariposa and their polycule just, you know, settling down. But I'm also wondering of, like, a town experience. Uh, you know, yeah. I think for, like, specifically her experience, the reason why she had the job experience as a, a merchant was, like, after, you know, we all joined up and beat the crap out of um, whoever Edgelord jerk face was a uh, high level enemy boss type was living in this uh, giant tree 
and she's like, okay, if we want to settle down, then we, we probably, you know, if we, you know, maybe have a tavern or something, someone actually has to try to learn how to be good with money. And the, the, the life Lord Edgelord. <laughs> Damn. Edgelord. Edgelord. Um, yeah. And, you know, she kind of sought out like some help from like a local business owner or something. And just kind of started making friends and like, yeah, uh, maybe helped out with some of her magic to help an uh, injured family member or something. And that's what kind of helped her get an inn and kind of learned the ins and outs of running an inn. But it's, Ooh. yeah, I was trying to come up with a name for this person but for some reason the first thing that came to mind was Dan the man which is I'm terrible with doing names on the fly and also that toucan <laughs> that toucan is not in the, in the scary it's just the honey house guy again <laughs> it's, it's just, talking to it's a toucan oh, bird person oh stop <laughs> anyway so anyway. Uh, I think as a druid who is moving to this area, I have made it my mission to know every plant in this area. So I have crawled up every tree. I have scoured every nook and cranny for every plant in the area and tasted them. <laughs> <laughs> um, how often has that backfired and you tasted something kind of poisonous? I it's assume you're high enough much. level that you are uh, immune to poison now. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. It is not an uncommon sight to just see Terry just perched on the side of the uh, of the, the four winds roost, just like munching on a leaf, just tail going wiggly. <laughs> This is think... mustard oh. leaf. So you're our uh, flora speaker. I guess I'll be our fauna speaker. Cool. A fauna speaker. Uh, I think... I think... Uh, uh, Armando is like... One day... I'll just... Heading up, well, it's more of a gradual build-up. Like, he keeps going up this elevator just for convenience. And he's always looking out on this beautiful landscape. And then he feels inspiration. And and he starts working on paintings. Uh, he does landscapes. He does, like, recreations of... Of like people he's met and adventures he've got he's gone on, if not, if not like if not uh what it actually looked like what it felt like, and and he's eventually he creates this like incredible mural depicting the history of of uh of uh the Four Winds Tavern. It, well, an incredible mural depicting the four of them uh, defeating the 
ex-lord boss, uh, <laughs> who I'm... The Light Lord Edgelord. I'm imagining... I'm imagining, like, an eco-fascist elf. God. Damn, that's uh, true. <laughs> elves be like that. Elves... A lot of elves be pretty eco-fash. And... So, he, like, creates a big mural dedicated to them defeating them and creating this place where people can reside or rest for on the way to their next journey. Cool. Nice. Uh, do we want to focus on a quest now? Uh, we can, but uh, I'd like to deliver some supplies to the kitchen first. Uh, maybe three days after we've officially decided on everything, uh, Terry is going to come up to the cook, his, yes. with a delivery of a large bag of various vegetables. I have found some... Leafy greens for the kitchens. Ah, very, very good. Um, I'll, I'll take that. Thank you very much. Um, did you actually find out if anyone in town is allergic to any form of gem? Gems? Why would they be allergic to gems? Except perhaps gem lettuce. Um, his holds up. Uh, what, points to the spice rack she's got that has a uh, number of uh, homeopathic uh, jars of water that have are each holding a uh, gem. I don't think that will be necessary, but I'll check. Just in case, I recommend you go easy on the malachite. <laughs> uh, it's it's all it's all about the precious gems. Uh, not not much on uh, you know poisonous ones. Excellent. I will check the town. <laughs> so I think I go around. And no, I go around with the spice rack. As <laughs> no, yeah, I wear the spice rack as um, you know that scene from Bob's Burgers. Oh right, the spice yeah, rack. Yeah, the spice rack. I... Yeah, where the lady has <laughs> yeah, the spice just... rack, and it's like an ammo belt. Yeah, yeah, I'm copying and pasting it into the chat. Terry just goes around like that. And dabs <laughs> and does like allergen tests for everyone. She just makes oh them God. hold out your arms, and I will test your spice tolerances. And just dabs a bit of the liquid in <laughs> on their arms, and takes note of how they react. Good goodness. <laughs> yeah. Then reports. I don't think anyone in the town is allergic to inert minerals. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, he's just going to shrug. You know. Better safe than sorry. I yeah. quite agree. <laughs> Crust. Oh, God. Um, Don't you just yeah. love this voice? <laughs> <laughs> Is this definitely worth it for the voice hurt I'm going to have tomorrow? Probably you don't have not. To, you don't have to speak in character at all. Anyway. Please don't hurt yourself, guys. I'm fine. I'll be fine. Okay. Uh, then I can sure? do my golem voice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess we'll pick a mini game. Uh, uh, there's a whole list of them. Uh, I'm just gonna sort of like list off the names and and the basic premise, and yeah. we'll see uh, whichever one we want to go with. Okay. Uh, so. Some of these mini games include the NPC side quest, where you help out a, a lo- help out a citizen with s- some problem they have. There's sliced, which is uh, trying to. Oh, it's uh, chopped. Pre- it's chopped. Yeah, you're trying. Yeah, you're you're cooking with monster meat, and it's chopped. <laughs> nice. I just want chopped. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh Romancing a stranger. So, you you get to do a romantic have a romantic encounter with a stranger. Uh, there's off the clock, which is just uh, a friend. You it, just like yeah. after hours action. Yeah. Yeah, a uh, friendly after, after hours action immediately after romancing a stranger. Huh? Oh, yeah, <laughs> friendly tavern brawl, which a is bard's... how it breaks out. Uh, a festival day, a bard's yeah. tale, nice. A glass of the gods, yeah, which is like brewing. Uh, it's about a bard telling. A bard coming by and telling a tale about one of your adventures. Oh. Uh, uh, We can receive a distinguished guest, which we need to make sure everything's good for them. And then the final minigame in the rhythm of things. Oh, uh, did we mention... uh, Did we mention uh, Glass of the Gods, which is... uh... You're brewing. Okay, cool. So... Yeah. What do we want to play? Hmm. I, I each player, basically every player, uh, it's to choose one, and after three games, we do wear and tear. Cool. So, um, um one of y'all choose the first one. The All tavern right. brawl. Oh, yes, we've got, of course. All right. We've got Taban right. uh, nearby, and we've got uh. Dance character, which I've already forgotten the goddamn name of. Armando. Armando Rivers. Armando, okay. Alright, so. Let's see. Um, what? Yeah, uh, let me scroll so, for the. Uh, for yeah, us. it's on page 39. 39? Yeah. Every tavern has its and... ratty patrons. You know, they're good at heart, but sometimes when the ale is flowing and spirits are high, 
things get a little out of hand. How do you handle this situation? One or more players uh, are the brawlers. They can be player characters or NPCs. What is the disagreement that causes the first punch to be thrown? Oh, I, I, I think it'd be kind of... <laughs> trying to play some, like, weird drunk dude. I don't know. I'm trying to think, what would they fight about? I have an I idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah? What was it? So, there's an unusual... There's an, un, uh, there's an unusual individual who just goes by uh, the name of uh, Town Guard. That's not the... They insist that's their real name. <laughs> and uh, he, Town Guard uh, is, like, ha having some uh, some uh, dinner that's been He's cooked up. He's having chicken palmy. And Please. And, Please, uh, it needs to be a chicken palmy. I think... Chicken palmy with silver. I think someone... <laughs> a chicken palmy. Yeah. One of the... Okay, yeah. Chicken parm. Uh, he's having a chicken parm, and he... And he, like... After he finishes, uh, one of us uh, picks up... Decides to, like, pick up the plates, and he misinterprets this as stealing the plates from him. <laughs> so he thought he could keep the plate. <laughs> Damn. No, he he thinks the plate belongs to him. Damn. Okay. Now what I think. <laughs> Stop right there, criminal scum. Yes. Now I I I kind of want Mary like yeah Mary Posa to be the one who picks up the plates for that you know to kind of help out so, you know we don't really have that much staff or anything and like you know at first she would be kind of calm but like if he keeps going with it she'll start getting like upset. <laughs> Like, ready to throw down, even though she's not very physically strong. But, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, set up. We have, I think those are some good brawlers, unless we want to add more people to that. Uh, uh, I can be on the de-escalator side. I will, um, sort of be trying to, uh say, you know, um, God, what, why am I getting involved? I don't want my wife to get hurt. Stop! Thief! You can't get away with this! This is my tavern! You adventurers are all the same! My, what? You adventurers oh. are all the okay, same! Okay, adventurers, okay, that, that's, that's a bit more fair. But, <laughs> sir, you came to our establishment. <laughs> You're telling me that I'm stealing a plate from the, the kitchen. Either pay the fine or or take your time in prison. <laughs> okay, there was, there's more steps. <laughs> uh, my guy, um, uh, I, know, I know you are town guard. Um, can you just tell me quite... Uh, how all of this started? Uh, Town Guard pauses for a bit and says, The adventurer stole my plate! Uh, you seem to have finished your meal. Were you after more food? The music starts playing. Uh, it's like, I'll put it in. I'll put it in. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. But adventurers steal. That's what they do. This is, for one thing, 
We used to be adventurers, we aren't anymore. Not, not, not since me and Butterfly and Tabby and uh, Intoxicating and uh, <laughs> God, I can't remember what the other one is. Refreshing. Yeah, refreshing. That was the one that I don't think that works as a pet name. I think. No, I think. I think Mariposa says that in character. <laughs> like, I don't think that works Listen, as a pet I, name. That's that's fair. But anyway, ever since we all took arrows to the knee with each other. You know, ah. you just... You had to know it was coming. I knew you it was knew coming. It was I, coming. Wanted to, I wanted to be the one to say it. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but... But yes, we all... We used to be adventurers, but we're... We are retiring to run a tavern. Part of running a tavern is owning the plates. Okay, so... There's three steps. The approach, the separation, the talk down. Uh, the first thing you need to do is interrupt the fight. Which we've done. Uh, I think this uh, is the separation step. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, town guard pauses and then he pulls out his sword and you... You're all the same. All talk and no fury. You know what, Mary Posa, at the, the, the side of this, she's just gonna lash out on her own and, you know, do her own enchanting words and uh, just kind of like, I think, I'm trying to think what she would say. Ah, oh, great. It's, is, it's is rough. Is she going to use her magical cutting words? Um, it was more of mockery. vicious, <laughs> th- yeah, but have, I can't think of. Do you have like, uh, yes, you have like moves that fit with that. Yeah, uh, if any of them work. Yeah, um, barb tongue words. I know it. Oh yeah, I think I know it. She would say something along the lines of, "Now, for someone claiming to be a town guard, you, know, you sure do, you sure don't spend a lot of time." in the guardhouse or anything like that. I think I've even seen you avoid the, the actual town guards around here. Mm. And just, like, just give him, like, dagger eyes, just kind of glaring at him. Her tail's all poofy. I'm you know, doing be, the angry cat things. I've got to sort of be looking askance at Terry, like, help? I'm mouthing. <laughs> Terry is up in the rafters, yeah, uh, just I- smoking weed. <laughs> so town guard town guard town guard is shocked by this accusation because it's true <laughs> and and he goes to his knees and says I yield May, you have won this battle and he puts down his sword and offers it to to them nice <sighs> now it Mariposa's just gonna kind of rub, you know, the uh, the bridge of, you know, just kind of rub her forehead and be like, one, I don't know where you got that sword and whether it's, you know, it's a hot item or not. So please just keep it back. But when you come, or, or maybe we should take it away from you if you're just gonna draw it over me, take a plates and like she she picks it up, and then she's like, okay. <laughs> What's the icon on red hand? 
can't or can we no I, this is this does play with tropes inherently so i think yeah no it yeah but she wasn't sure if it was from it being his or like if he stole it or something because <laughs> uh, but yeah she's like just why you came to our establishment and you ordered food and i just wanted to take the plate back up to the kitchen did you think that you bought the plate when you bought the meal it i uh, i is it a program glitch it's my plate i bought it <laughs> you you bought the food that was delivered the, the food and drink that were you know that came on with the, the meal the, the, the plate wasn't part of that sir uh T T Town, guard. Town guard, I have a question for you. Um, have you... Have you actually been patrolling, or is this your off-night? Off patrolling the town almost makes you w wish for winter. <laughs> I will... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. I, I, I walk around in a set, along the set ways. I have to be careful that the actual town guard don't spot me. But I'm careful, and as long as they. As, as long as they don't yell at me, I know I'm doing a good job. Uh, would you consider yourself uh, supplementary, town guard? Honorary. Honorary, okay. That's basically the same thing. Honors is right there in the title. It makes it more good. <laughs> Okay. Um, I think you have successfully talked him down. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. So, All right. as for so the aftermath... go with the yeah. aftermath. Together, answer these questions. Were any of the players hurt? Yes. Uh, no. Uh, so if, okay. if yes, then how do you help each other recover? Uh, thankfully, no. How do you deal with the brawlers? Are they banned? Do they need to pay a fine? Um... <laughs> I think I, I'm. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say I think Mary Posa would want to try to get him some help or something of just like if he's going around doing all this and you know I bet it can cause either him or the actual town guard like some trouble if he's like going around claiming to be town guard um, and stuff. I would just maybe just to try to talk to him some more or something. I would mostly try to uh, convince him that, like uh, visiting a bed in a tavern, you rent the place. Hmm. I think that would work. I was worried for a second that you'd be like, oh no, he thought that he owned the bed, but he wasn't going to take it with him, because there would be too much trouble. Uh, but yes, I, I think I, initially he has some like trouble actually doing it because he thinks 
you own the bed and he can't sleep in it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I am uh, helping uh, town guard by uh, taking ten coin from him to uh, show him the mechanics of uh, renting a, a room for the night. And I sort of just say, listen, you can have a nap. We will see you when you wake up and we'll get you something delicious for breakfast when you rent the plate and you rent the glass. Do you understand? Like you will be renting the bed. It is clear as daylight to me. You see, town guard, money can be exchanged for goods and services. And in this case, it is a service. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Uh, yeah, cool. I think we uh, handled I think that, that pretty good. I think that's good. All right. Oh, don't do we get uh, kind of cloudy on something? Oh, do we get rid of a uh, of adventures uh, experience for every time it's, for a part I of this? I think we or? do. Yes. Well, uh, you do. All right. Someone does. Someone does. I'm just trying to remember like how. Well, you use your cutting words, so should we say yeah, uh, you get that's rid been of that. used up? Uh, yeah. And you gain a town job point. And let me just scroll and try to find that again. Uh, <laughs> that's page 20. Alright. Page 20? Yep. Cool. So, mm. next cool. game. Alright. Who um... wants to choose one? I chose that one, so let's have... Why don't you pick one, Cass? Okay, let's go for a festival day. Your town has a few festivals every year, right. and they're some of the busiest. How do you prepare? Oh, there's just there's just one other thing. Uh, it says that... Okay, I found the thing about experiences. Uh, when you use the adventurer experience, you can cross it out and mark a new town experience in your town job. And then you sort of narrate a short scene that describes that what leads to the new experience. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, these scenes should be about one to three sentences. Okay. Hmm. So, which uh, which merchant um skill has uh, Mariposa picked up? All right. Uh, for the the starting off uh, off one or the the first step one, I decided to pick. The perfect gift. You know what people want, and I think for this, um, no, you gave the town guard a perfect gift. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to think of what new one to get that this kind of helped with. Um, no, I think it would make sense to get well traveled. Oh, I thought we did right. start with. Well, oh. We, well, I thought we did because it, yeah, yeah, we I gained just, one from the first. It says scenario. to gain one. Whoops, I'm going to find one for me then. Uh, yeah, please keep going while I'm fixing my mistake. <laughs> All right, so I think after that experience, you know, kind of Mariposa decides to uh, kind of you know either look things up in libraries or kind of ask around and. Uh, kind of is around to to learn more about you know the 
the people of this town, this area, and, you know, and so that she can help, you know, in case of things like this, she can, like, help people out more, you know, for just kind of, you know, just for everyday situations or if people need things or, you know, someone thought that they bought the plate when they ordered the food. Uh, learning how to deal with alien customs. Yes, and I think because of that, she is now well traveled. Or she's, you know, during, you know, you know, after that, and some time beyond that, you know, she's made sure to travel along to help, you know, uh, with her merchant, her merchantile uh, abilities, and you know, just getting good deals for the uh, tavern along the way. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, the festival. Anyone can play, both players and named NPCs can be played. Describe what kind of festival is happening today. I'm going to say it is a spicy chicken wing eating competition. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. So each player describes one decoration or feature. I'm going to say that I have gotten some of the spiciest, spicy, spicy plants here, and I have ground them up. And given them to his to make a special chicken marinade. Yes, a, that, that... a special inferno marinade. Uh, that one is a, a platinum dish only available to people who uh, sign a waiver. Sign a waiver and say, "I can handle, I can handle platinum tier uh, <laughs> spice." I can S rank this competition. S rank did uh, not. Um, S. Now I'm trying. Okay, never mind. Keep going. I was thinking of like Mega Man X games that they had like S A ranks and other such nonsense. Okay. Um, I would say decoration wise, um, I'm going to put up scrolls uh, around the outside of the tavern. Uh, chronicling the hero Nan Doze, and uh, <laughs> like a cheeky Nando. Yes, the, the, the cheeky che Nando, the, the cheeky, cheeky Dan Do, and uh, <laughs> her her adventures, uh, bringing spice uh, and inspiring this festival. Damn, the uh, celebration of Nando. I think. <laughs> I think uh, one of the features of the festival is there is there are two enormous vats brought in. One is full of burning hot oil that the that the chicken wings get dumped into, and the other is a massive vat of uh, blue cheese that the finished wings can be dunked into. <laughs> oh, how about instead of the blue cheese being where the finished wings? get dunked into that's where they can go if they want to forfeit the spicy eating challenge they have to dunk All their right. heads in the trough God, i was, was gonna say that oh, i like that, that. they yeah. have and a ladle they... or something but okay <laughs> yeah a ladle no it's, it's <laughs> that's like also a uh... bobbing bucket and if you want to drop out you have to dunk your head in the pot you know if that's what's going on i think mariposa mariposa would just be like waiting next to there uh, with her prestidigitation spell, just getting ready to clean people off. No, so that no, that's covered. their mark of shame. 
Huh? No, no, that's their mark of shame. I, uh, to, I mean, to sanitize at least the milk. <laughs> the sanit, yeah, the sanitize the. Oh blue yeah, cheese. to sanitize the milk, <laughs> the blue cheese. Yes. Oh, cheese. Sorry. The blue I cheese. I must have misheard. Yeah. Excellent. So that it's not just everyone's hair, and whatever in there. I am, of course, <laughs> competing because I have tried all these spices before. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I like the festival because it gives me a chance to go hog wild with varying levels of spiciness. Cool. Now I, I hmm, I'm trying to think. Uh, since this is anyone can play, and I think Mary Pose is just gonna gonna be you know cleaning stuff up, doing some of the you know uh, serving out food and whatnot. I think if I do play in this, I'm gonna <laughs> be. Dan the man, the toucan birdman, who who has helped her, you know, with her become a merchant and is, who wants to compete in this, and he's partially planning on cheating just because he has a big toucan mouth and can fit a lot of chicken at once. Doesn't mean he can handle the heat, but he's gonna try. And also, don't think about the fact of a toucan eating bird meat. Just, shh, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Listen. Those are that's chicken meat. That that's a toucan. They're two different animals. Yeah, different. yeah but toucans are carnivorous. Is allowed to eat, you know, uh, chicken as much as um, as much as he wants. All right. Yeah. So we have various challenges throughout the festival. One, uh, we have severely underestimated the amount of prepped ingredients we would need for the festival and have to use a knife faster than you ever have before. Flip a coin. Uh, okay. I've got a I'll, coin I'll... here. Okay, heads is one. Uh, I accidentally cut into a finger, and I've got to go and nurse a wound for a while. A mishap okay. occurs uh... with sorting the guest's luggage. Oh, uh, we can also use a skill to automatically succeed on these. Oh, okay. Let me have a yeah, look. Either oh, right. a, a town or a adventure uh, skill. Yeah. And we have um, to get. Uh, Dan, is your character competing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we uh, need to get six total wins. Okay. Uh, so can I just select one of these from the list? Uh, or are we going down them in order? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Oh, I was just going to go down them in order. All right. Uh, so let's let's go with the second one then. I guess uh, a mishap occurs sorting guest luggage, and you need to track down several lost bags. Flip a coin. Uh, heads, you put the pieces together and track down the bags in no time at all, and gain a point. Tails, you chase dead end after dead end for hours, and no one can get in contact with cool. you. I just rolled uh, for for us, and it came up with a one. So we've got one win. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, a very upset guest is causing a commotion. You're all lots and you're gone the short straw. Flip a coin. Uh, uh, I want to use one of my skills for this. Okay. I am going to curse snake and turn into a uh, giant snake to herd them, uh, <laughs> herd oh. them back into their room and a sort of just block them in. Cool. So that's two successes. 
The regulars. Oh, Fai, did you want to read the next one? Uh, oh, the regulars egg you on to take part in the contest while you're working. Okay, yeah. And, <laughs> and they're very insistent. Flip a coin. Uh, why don't I just take a quick look uh, at my what? swashbuckler skills? Because I think, I think this might work for swashbuckler. Uh, oh, oh, I've got to say, yeah, bravado, never falter. Uh, um, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Nice, three points. Okay, I thought I was gonna do Mary uh, Posa do that one because she was very actively working and not really taking part in the oh. contest. <laughs> but oh shit, sorry, <laughs> but no, that also I think works. It's any of us. An adventurer huh? is a little... I think it's any huh? of us. Okay. So, an adventurer is a little careless handling a magical artifact, and it goes haywire in the middle of the festivities. Flip a coin. It is contained with only a few hats blown up and maybe a table off turn. Upturned, uh, in a point. You have to shepherd guests out of the room and wrestle with the magical mayhem alone for the rest of the night. I would uh, like to use my natural armor adventurer skill to go up to it without it hurting me and grab it, thereby nice. defeating the obstacle. Nice. Cool. So are we at three out We of are at four out of oh. six. Oh. Okay. Uh, supplies are running low, and there's no chance to replace them exactly. You're going to have to try to improvise with what you have. Heads, it works beautifully, and your slapdash solution might actually work better than the original. Gain a point. Tails, you can't seem to get it right, and you bog down trying to make it work for a long time. Um, hmm. No, I think I'm going to use my town experience with, uh... No, wait, no, I don't have that one. That's, um, hmm. <laughs> That's... No, uh... I, I think I will use an adventure thing. Uh, Prestidigitation. Small Wonders. And she'll just magic up, or she'll try to magic up, uh, the, or some, or she'll try to magic up some of what they have to make it work. Precedentation can change tastes, can't it? Yeah. Well, in D&D, yes. So, yeah, so let's so, say, yeah. uh, we use replacement meat, but, uh, like, uh, or a veggie, uh. We, we need, we use veggie drumsticks. Yeah, yeah, we use veggie drumsticks. We use cauliflower. Your magic is able to uh, mimic the taste of the meat, exactly. Nice. Nice. So that's five, and perhaps last one. Dan, would you Uh, like to read this one? Oh, I haven't read one. Yeah, yeah, Jazz, you read it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, So there's a rough storm on its way, and... But we might be able to board everything up and weather it out if it just grazes us. So, how about we have a flip unless someone wants to use a skill on it? Sure. Success! Our preparations hold. Festival goers huddle inside as the wind screams outside, but it's over within half an hour. Alright. So, uh, you succeeded the game... And we can upgrade the tavern. So, back up to our tavern. Uh, what do we want to upgrade? Our cuisine? Atmosphere? Service? Hmm. Um. Yeah, let me... Hmm. No, I think cuisine would make sense thematically. Yeah. Yeah. 
a modest kitchen, a couple of ovens, a regular supply of essentials, a few bottles of the good stuff. <laughs> uh, and I think I will take out my uh, shapeshifting now that I've used it. So, sorry, Snake, you're done. Snake! Snake! Snarky. <laughs> and let's see, Chef. Um, Do we get ex- tan experiences? I thought we did that with every. Um... Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, we. You go I was to use an adventure skill, gets a. Get a town skill. Yeah, okay. So I'm replacing uh, Shape Shifter with Grill Master because I am Ooh. now an expert uh, at grilling food and subordinates. Nice. I'm getting rid of Prestidigitation and replacing it with. Uh, no, yeah. Gonna replace it with Network. Able to attain anything. Er, yeah, able to attain anything because after, you know, almost running out of. Uh, of, you know, the ingredients we needed, Mary Post was like, okay, I need to make sure that we're always well-stocked, and kind of went out and, you know, talked with Dan the Man to, you know, to get her better, uh, you know, networked with uh, the rest of the merchants and whatnot, and sellers and farmers and whatnot to make sure that they always have the food on hand. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I got rid of natural armor and replaced it with... Smell the flowers, a keen nose and mastery of scents from when I was gathering the various chilies. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take, uh, well, I'm getting rid of uh, bravado and replacing it with designer, a trained eye for color and shape. As I've just spent time observing, as people have been in town, I've been like trying to work on portraits of like different types of people who of different types of uh fantasy races and as i do it i get i start to develop like a style and an eye for breaking things down into shapes and whatnot so i i'm taking that uh very nice Uh, do we need to take a break or we good um i think after wear and tear Okay. Yeah. So, wear and tear. Uh, now that we played three games, we need to play wear and tear. There's always something to fix or clean or pay off. After playing this game, you may increase one of your tavern ratings by one. What part or parts of the tavern need fixing and touching up? Um, what page is this, by the way? Oh, 27. I... Um, how about... Um, I think that it's time that we smooth down the walls and start working on lacquering them up so it's all shiny and nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. So that would be atmosphere, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. So, take turns choosing actions to take. Everyone should pick one. Okay. I guess I'll go first. So, ask another player character for help. 
I'm going to ask uh, Armando. Armando, please hold this ladder for me. Ah, badly. Uh, do you need anything else? Uh, pass me up the can of lacquer and the sand paper. With pleasure. And he does toss them up with style. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, uh, yeah. I start sanding up in, like, some higher areas and applying the lacquer. Nice. Uh, I'll be observing a town person. Or another player character. Um, I would say I am keeping an eye on uh, my husband, who is a flask of wine. And Your husband, a flask of wine? He's a tabaxi named uh, Flask yes. of Wine, the one who I oh. gave the uh, pet name of Intoxicating. Ah, yes. And um, I am going to uh, discover that uh, he has learned how to actually uh, speak to my animal companion and has been uh, sort of learning beast speech on his own and, uh, you know, is, is doting and make, making himself out to be a very good uh, father figure. Nice. Aww. Aww. And I'm going to uh, pat my belly and just like glance appreciatively and lovingly at him. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you patting your belly? Uh, the... Pregante. Oh. Re... Huh? Pregonate. Okay. <laughs> Pregante. Yes. Pre uh -oh. Gorgeist. <laughs> I mean, we we did we did settle down to raise a family, so wow, his right. was homunculagongus. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that Cersei was uh, a gregarious? <laughs> Cersei was Gregor Cleganicus. <laughs> okay, <laughs> his has the eggy-looking thing from Homestuck. Ah, uh, the Homestuck uh. egg. Eggies. We mean, can't start talking about eggs. Yes, indeed, we we can't. Yeah, um, that's fine. There's so. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, um, what what th does Armano do for yeah. the working together stuff? Uh, I think for Armando, uh, he's actually going to do the next one on the list. Uh. uh so, I'm completely in my element. Describe with one of your experiences how you work so efficiently that the work is done early. Uh, so, my current experiences... Let me look them up again. Uh, that is... Okay. Uh, so, I've got in the rigging, which is like acrobatics and stuff... Uh, 
uh, Armando is like, as we, as uh, the lacquering gets more complicated because of how huge the place is and how, how like how much involved, how how many high surfaces he needs to get to. He does like a lot of cool parkour stuff and like clinging to walls, which I guess is more. Actually, he's doing more like Metroidvania stuff, not parkour. He's like. He's like doing wall jumps and stuff, and and like applying the lacquer with acrobatics. Uh, uh, how about his, his uh, claws I... are doing the spider climb from the spider ball? Yeah. Oh, uh, because yeah, I was absolutely. in mind, I was supposed to describe how we combine one of our experience with one of yours. Uh, so, and I forgot to do that. So in this one, could I just have my tail? Uh, you being your, like, uh, safety harness? Like, just wrapped around your waist so you don't sure. fall? Cool. Yeah. So you're, you're just wheeling around on the ladder. Yep. <laughs> and that's my shapeshifter ability, so it's very long. Oh, extremely long time. Wait, didn't you get rid of... No, no, I got rid of shapeshifter. We were both playing druids. We're oh, both okay. druids. Alright. Cool. Nice. Bye, Ted. All right. Yep. I'm just kind of looking at things. Um. Hmm. You know what? I think. Hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. I think I have it. Yeah. I think. Um. Mary Posa is gonna help. Uh, ask Terry for some help. Uh. Getting. You know. Kind of with finding some uh, presents for uh, various uh, kind of other merchants and uh, kind of worker-owned businesses that Mary Post has, you know, kind of helped out and, you know, has, you know, internet worked with and, like, uh, you know, and, like, she, you know, knows that, like, uh, one of the... Uh, uh, leaders for like a uh, band of or a guild of merchants or whatever that she does trade with uh, overseas like they love exotic like plants and flowers and like she needs to go ask like you know she asked Carrie for help in finding like some specific plants that she doesn't even really know how to pronounce and like stuff like that but she know that Terry would have seen so what what sort of thing would Terry have seen? Oh, oh just, like, like uh, Terry knows everything in the area. Every plant in the area. Ooh, so you could potentially be, like, uh, setting up uh, floral arrangements in the rooms, since that would help with atmosphere as well. The two of you working together, yeah? Or, oh, okay. Or... Oh, that can also yeah. work, yeah, to help that where... Yeah, while lacquering up the the walls and whatnot, but they found like extra flowers that like weren't endangered or anything, and like brought them in. Do not yeah. use these ones; they release pollen, make it difficult to clean. And, oh yeah, and difficult for any of our guests that might happen to have hay fever. That too. Yes. Sorry. Exactly. 
I believe that is wear and tear. That is wear and tear. So, uh, during the course of wear and tear, I crossed out shapeshifter on my druid sheet, and I replaced it with pipe leaf to calm the nerves because <laughs> by providing safety oh, nice. equipment, I was calming everyone's nerves. And also, I got some, like... You know how in some motels or hotels, there's a Bible in the desk drawer? Mm-hmm. Instead of that here, we've got a little bag of weed. <laughs> I was going oh, to say, no, just for, are we going to eventually have, like, air diffusers uh, spilling weed smoke? <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> Make it optional, fair enough. All right, uh... So I used in the rigging last time. Uh, this time, I'm going to I'm going to uh, take uh, hmm. this one's a little bit of a reach, but I really like the idea. I'm taking actually, you know what? I'll save it for another time. Maybe I'll come up with something later. But for now, I'll just take finesse. Acute manual dexterity. Uh, Parkour. Parkour. Uh, I I focus less on parkour and more on working with uh, my wings, which is to say I have big wing hands. Nice. But but, uh, I, I find myself, as I work more and more on my art and my paintings, I, I find, I find myself getting better at filling in the details, getting more accurate, more, more, uh, more detailed and, and being able to get just, just figure out every last, fill out every last nook and cranny of, of a piece so that it looks just perfect. Cool. Uh, so is that everyone for swing over? Uh, um, I don't know if me observing Flask would count for using up one of mine. Possibly not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Same here. Okay. So uh, let's have a break for maybe five minutes and then come back. Yep. Just right. keep your recordings going. All right. Everyone. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Uh, Dan's choosing yeah, de- def- Dan's definitely choosing back an <laughs> event for us. Okay, I'm looking through these, and hmm, you know, I kind of want want to do. Uh, I want to do sliced. Oh lord! All I right. just want sliced. Okay, let's have a look. Mm. So, so it's on page 28. Uh, you can handle typical tavern food fine. You've got a very nice stew, great bed, bread from a baker down the street, and plenty of ale. But sometimes supply routes get disrupted, or maybe you want to stand out from the rest of the taverns. Whatever the reason, you're playing this game because you want or need to do one thing. Cook with monster parts. Ah, Dungeon Meishi. Anyway, I have drawn three cards... We have drawn 
Oh, uh, for each card drawn, roll two six-sided dice to determine how large the ingredient source is and where it's from. Then interpret the cards based on suit and rank. Okay, so... Right. Let us see cool. the two d6s. So, 66 exclamation roll so first two six five a six, colossal uh, uh something from the desert and that's gonna be yeah. king of diamonds diamonds are seasonings crushed minerals rich fermented sources powdered spices flavored oils thickening agents features it is unique a giant, mm. unique thing from the desert that's some sort of seasoning. Um, some sort of seasoning. Let's say we... Um, God. Uh, ooh. And ooh. Giant, how giant, about... Mm, yep. How about uh, some angel sword crashed down into the desert and left a crater of glass... Ooh, ooh, I, uh, Fulcrite, I believe it's called. It's the yeah, lightning struck, Fulcrite. uh, sand. It's awesome. Oh. Yeah. So, a- 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 angelic Fulcrite. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's right. awesome. 4-1 is, uh, house-sized from the underground. House-sized from the underground? That is a king of spades. Spades are plants and plants-based products. Fresh and berries, dried bark. it is bark. unique again. And it is unique. How about... Well, if it's from the underground, it might be a mushroom. I was thinking a tuber. Oh, a tuber. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. A tuber. Yeah. A, a potato, even. A living potato with giant root limbs. A potato that's, like, one of the... <sighs> Eyes of a dead god. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, hell yeah. House-sized potato eye of dead harvest god. And the last one is two ones, which is a tiny underground thing. It is, again, spades, a plant and a plant-based product. Mm-hmm. And it is an eight. It is rancid. Yeah. Hmm. Can we ferment okay, it? Okay, that's gotta be... What's that gotta be? I don't know. I don't know what... M- mushroom beer. Gonna... Mushroom beer. Mushroom beer! Huh. Mushroom right. beer. Ooh. What are we gonna make with that? Huh. Mushroom beer from a rancid spore culture. It's like a sourdough. Hipsters will go wild for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Maybe. Um, May- great. What's maybe, uh, how about beer battered chips? I was actually with, thinking with full bright salt. Okay. Okay. So, uh, uh, I what, believe... what, was, what was your idea, by? Oh, it was something honestly a lot similar to that, like some sort of potato, like salty or salt uh, seasoned potato dish. Yeah. With <laughs> yeah. So we it said like we have to come up with a highlight and a difficulty you may have while cooking it. I think if by our descriptions alone, we've done pretty good with the highlight part. Mm. 
But what are the difficulties? Oh, um, the, the rancid thing, I think its difficulties is that, you know, there's a balance of, like, how, you know, rancid it could be, and yeah. it's just, um, you know, I think if it's not kept at the right temperature, like, yeah. consistently, it can just, it can just go completely bad, and we yeah. just had to, yeah. I feel like it's like one of those things where if it ferments too long, it'll just go way out there. Like so, it like it'll, turn into vinegar, sort of thing. Yeah, it'll t- wait a sh- wait Diamond. a second. Uh, did did oh right okay? I just wanted to make sure we didn't like make a mistake with like the house the the card uh clubs, yeah. houses whatever I forget the name. We the, just make the suits of potato chips. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got cool. a diamond and two spades. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Uh. uh yeah. Tasters. Okay. So. Um. Is it all right if I choose something for a difficulty? Yeah. Sure. Or? Go ahead. Yeah. I go would ahead. say the uh, angelic fulgurite uh, that gets ground down into spices uh, has a tendency to be uh, spicy depending on how. Uh, how evil you are. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's really good. No, and can I... No, that's really... Oh, that is really good. I was, my, the only thing I was going to say to add on to that is maybe depending on, like, the the weird fantasy god the angel serves. Like, depending uh, on its well, value. if you want to talk about a weird fantasy god, we've got a dead god for the potato. True. I don't think that... If it's a dead... I don't think it would have angel... Well, maybe as angel... Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, just depending on how good you are, virtuous or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Nice. That and is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just imagining someone just like, hmm, this is tasty. I wonder if I was more evil, though, and they just kind of take it like a lollipop from a kid. <laughs> a passing like, child. Mm. <laughs> they gain renegade points and they try again. And it's just even better. And it's like, oh, oh no, we've created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, tasters. I think it's... Maybe it's just the player characters. Because that'd be cool. Where it's, like, okay. after hours, we've done up this thing and we're looking to add it to the menu. Oh, do we just have the potato at the back in like a pool of water so it keeps growing and recovering like the whale oh. from the Torchwood episode called Meat where they're just harvesting meat from it? God. The, the uh, what episode? Torchwood, fuck it. Oh, okay. The episode of I, Torchwood. I, I did not get that God. far into Torchwood, but that sounds exactly like the bullshit Torchwood room pool. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I'm down for that. Um, okay, so... We've just got, like, huge fence posts driven into it so it doesn't fall down too far. Oh, uh, apparently when it's, uh, examples of highlights aren't, like, weird stuff, it's, how good does it taste? Oh, uh, we'll, fi- we'll figure that out during I mean, the oh, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that, like, yeah. highlights are the, like, rancid mushroom beer. Gives it, like, a really nice, like, kind of funky sort of miso paste sort of taste. And 
I I it's, think the difficulty we listed for the fulgurite is the same as the yeah. highlight. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh lord. All right. Uh, do we want to do the rolling now for cooking the dish? Um. Well, uh, we, yeah. Here's the tasters. What do we want from the dish? I want some comfort food. Terry loves comfort food. Need something for when I get munchies. Oh, <laughs> this is awful. Um, I think teriyaki. Ah, uh, teriyaki. <laughs> ah. Uh, um, I think Mary would want a dish that is rich and satisfying, satisfying, but doesn't leave you feeling bloated afterwards. Even if you, you know, after eating so much potatoes. Oh, fucking oh, mud cake! So much starch. Mud cake can get you fucking. <laughs> yeah. But that might be a lactose intolerance thing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Very All right. Uh, yeah, what's Armando after? I think Armando is going after uh, a spicy dish that still has a good flavor profile. So I've, I've got to somehow <laughs> balance it against uh, every level of evil we might come across. <laughs> From pure goody goody to just. Mildly silly, like town guard. Yeah, I don't know if that's evil, Maybe I, <laughs> but yeah, I get what you. Mean. Let me try. Actually, I think I'm gonna go with a dish that really exemplifies the ingredients of the season. Okay. Uh, okay. It's only so you know. It's it's season? it's during fantasy uh, spring that the fan the, yeah. the fantasy angels have fights over the desert, so we can only get that. And the you mushrooms. The, potato. the mushrooms yeah. only bloom once every few years. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm. All right. Oh. And uh, what does his want? Oh, as a taster. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize I had to uh, pick yeah. one as well. I thought I was the cook player. Oh, okay then. Um, each one of you has the something that. Oh, well, yeah. You are the test group for this new dish. No, yeah. I'm just. Yes, what, it's what, it's what cook versus one? tasters, I believe. Oh, okay. I didn't read that far. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, because right. like on the on the sorting out the. Oh, results, equal to four plus your cuisine rating. So. Which we've got a cuisine rating of two. Yeah. So I think uh, you need to roll two more dice. So, so, right, so, six, three fours, a three, and a one. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, goals on a four to six, you succeed. So, I want to put the one into seasoning. Mm-hmm. Just because that's the least awful one. Yeah. Uh, that the result of that is, oh no, what did you forget, or what did you put in way too much of? Um, I have treated the uh, beer batter and uh, fulgurite spice chips like Nando's peri peri chips, slathered in salt equivalent. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> oh, good. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely, way too much angel. Uh, lightning. Too much angel dust. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, so yeah, we've got 
Uh, three fours, a three, and a six left. Uh, mm. I would say we. I want to put the six in texture. Six in texture. Okay. Okay. A bite that melts in your mouth. Perfect crunch. This dish is a sensory delight. Please, Cook, describe what the most difficult part of achieving this was. Uh, I would say the most difficult part would be um, actually grinding down the fulgurite. I needed to recruit a bit of help for that. And you needed I actually... to have your strong husband do it. No, no. In fact, I got my uh, animal companion, Pitch, to pitch in. Pitch, pitch, sorry. All right, um, so uh, what about we've got a three, I think we haven't used yet. Well, we've got do we have any fours? fours? We've got two fours left, and then the three. Oh, wait, there's only four things for cooking the dish, yeah. right? So, there's only okay. four things, so yeah. we can place... Do we want to switch, swap out seasoning, or do we want to keep that for, like, RP stuff? Oh, I figured uh, we would have all six dice across the thing, but whatever. Yeah, we'd have all six mm -hmm. dice. We right. could group them how we like. Yeah. Oh. So the six yeah, is in place texture. Dice on the the, yeah, currently, just the texture. one is in seasoning. Oh, so we haven't done any of the fours or the three yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, presentation. We'll put the three there. The dish looks pretty good. Everything is right where it needs to be. I describe one flourish that I am proud of. I uh, peeled the uh, god potato into... Uh, Delicate curls like uh, takoyaki, the the type that Ooh. when it's heated and presented, it wriggles like it's still alive. Oh, that's not very... that's not takoyaki. Oh. That's uh, oh, that's uh, yeah, yeah, bonito that's... flakes on okonomiyaki. Oh, my bad. But that's but, cool. But, yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, but, yeah, that's it, it waves. Espe especially using a bit of a dead god to make something look alive. I'm very proud of. <laughs> very nice. It's crisp. Uh, do we want to add in one of the fours to seasoning? Sure. So instead, yeah. what pleasant memory does the dish taste of this dish evoke? One taste. I mean, of I've, I've still got the over over seasoned chips, but in addition. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. We remember the legend of the Nan Doe. <laughs> yeah. And the we are, Nan Doe. We, yeah. We are all the reminded cheeky. of her courage and cheekiness. And how and we heard that story as children and were amazed at how cheeky this Nan was. <laughs> she received a firefighter calendar for Christmas and she immediately <laughs> hung it up. <laughs> uh, do we've got two fours left? Do uh, we want to go with two goals or 
up to you guys since I mean, you're playing the tasters put, in that case. If we put one of the fours in goal, then we could put the other four in presentation and just get top marks in everything. All right. So sure. you succeed. A taster gives you a compliment. Uh, Armando says it is a it is a beautiful it is a delicious uh, plate of chips and I and when I eat it I feel I feel just a little bit of spice but enough to know that I'm still a good person not enough <laughs> damn is this no, going to be the emperor's new clothes with all the sisters <laughs> really bland um <laughs> Um, now I've got to say, what if it, it, it's a more of a kind of sour taste, or, or like I don't know, like I was thinking spiciness for evil, but what's I don't know, sour, sweet, no, um, like a sweet spice, spice. on one uh, end, and um, yeah, spice, spicy versus sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, um, I would like to use that last number, the four, on presentation again. Uh, so another flourish that I'm proud of, uh, I also used, uh, we've got a bit of baked potato skin in the dish. Ooh, some crispy, some crispy. So we've got bacon, we've got, uh, cheese involved. So it's, it's, it's the potato skin, uh, main with the, uh, angel spice, uh, uh, angel sweet spice uh, chips on the side. Nice. Cool. Hmm. And I think uh, that is all because we've tasted the dish and we've said what we like about it. Yeah. And I think I'd like to add that to the menu. Sure. Um, yeah. Do we have a new named NPC who has uh, the. Uh, I don't Angel think sweet we spice. have NPCs for um, this one. But if you yeah, want to describe I'm sure. The Angel Spice Chips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great, I'm terrible with coming up with names because I'm just uh, going back to Dan the Man. <laughs> but how, he's already how a name. How about um, a uh, tiefling who... Uh, declared this the sweetest thing they ever tasted. Damn. Nice. Damn. And uh she's she's very much like uh goth, so looks looks evil, definitely heart of gold. <laughs> Ebony Darkness Raven Way. <laughs> yes, Ebony Darkness yeah. Raven Way. <laughs> yes. Excellent. And, uh, Vi, have you chosen a thing? Hmm. A quest. A quest. Oh, I have not, actually. Uh, yeah, um, quest or something else. Oh, oh right. Uh, so the thing I did with the, uh, the animal companion is ah, yes. I have, uh, changed pitch to be, uh, let me scroll up to the... Chef, it's actually not scrolling. What the hell? There we are. All right. Uh, call the shots. 
quick thinking and split second decisions because now pitch is uh basically sous chef in the back in the background cool oh nice um i've lost the place of the quest i was looking at whoops um no, I was partially thinking of off the clock, maybe. Sure. Oh yeah. Um, you know, after the tables wiped down. Um. Logged in. Anyone can play. Each player describes the first thing the character is doing to wind down. Loose. Otherwise, forget about work with for a while. No, it. Yeah. I'll, let's do off the clock. I think. All right. Um. So yeah. Um. Wait. Yeah. Uh, where was that? Is that undersliced somewhere? Uh, that's oh, it's page thirty-eight. Page 38. Oh, it's it's after romance. Yep. Yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. Each player describes the first thing their character is doing to wind down, let loose, or otherwise forget about work for a while. I would like to think that I am telling your kittens a bedtime story. Nice. No. Uh, the the actual kittens, like the tabaxi the, kittens. The tabaxi the... kittens. Okay, so we we've had oh, and, we've and had pitch our pitches there uh... and pitches there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we've we've had our um, what do you call it? Uh, our kids now. So it, time has passed. <laughs> your yes. your litter of kittens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think now if there's a bedtime story being read. Um, hmm. No, I think Mary, uh, Mary Posa would go to, like, probably in, uh, I guess, the lounge. I, I don't know. I've, I want it not a lounge, but kind of in the tavern or, like, maybe in the basement or something like that. And, you know, invited some, like, friends and, you know, some maybe some other members of Polycule who wanted to, like, chill out, and she was, you know, she's gonna jam on her, you know, on her, uh, on her... Liar. On her little... No, move, I think she's gonna... Yeah. No, she... Yeah, she's gonna jam, though. She, like, with her loot. No, I, Yeah, with her loot. I was gonna say her uh, vihuela, since that's a mariachi instrument that I wanted her to be proficient with in uh in oh. D proper but uh armando is definitely listening to this nice and she's just kind of jamming out guitaring really uh, you know it, it plays really fast really strong uh strumming and she's uh, just i'm i'm leading the kids in being enraptured with the music <laughs> In a hole in the ground, there lived a dragon. Not a dusty, <laughs> dirty, wet hole filled with the ends of worms and an oozy smell. Nor yet a dry, bare, sandy hole with nothing in it to sit down or to eat. It was a dragon hole, and that means... Gold. <laughs> oh yeah, this, <laughs> um, I would say it's the middle of scum, summer and scorching, 
we are cooling down in the uh, basement here, which is uh, our little secret area in the tavern. It's it's for all of the uh, workers, uh, you know, and families, obviously, to just chill out and uh, cool down where all of the booze is kept. Nice. nice. So I think that's... What happens in there? Okay. Mm. Yeah, so I think I am, like I said, distracting the kittens with a story while lazily have, while I lazily flick my tail in one of the springs around us. Nice. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Or the kittens are on like an inflatable raft and I'm underwater reciting this story to them. Well, halfway <laughs> underwater. Very nice. And they're just nice. on this, like, pool toy. They are on a Loch Ness monster-themed pool toy. I love yes. it. I, I, after their mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No. Um, um, I... So has anyone else got something to... Uh, you can go... On, uh, oh, yeah. Next, I, just trying I'm, to read the action stuff and yeah. yeah i was i was just gonna say uh his is at one point going to uh hear from animals nearby that they want to join in on the uh soccer game that uh the town folk are you know doing after uh that that evening to cool down and uh i'm going to help organize uh, and introduce all of the, uh, you know, regular people to animal versions of, uh, different ball games, including animal soccer. Oh, right. The, you're ha having a match between the wild dogs and the jungle kids. Yes, yes. <laughs> or at least that's one of the tales that the animals, uh, shared with me. And, uh, yeah, I, I help out, uh, the regular town folk with, uh, animal-based, um. Armando is teaching himself a bit about music by playing an ominous drum beat in the background while the story <laughs> is being told. Nice. <laughs> oh, wow. Um. Now I think I'm guessing uh, since that's a different or what time is that the story being told or uh, I guess oh, we can skip I around. I think like uh, late afternoon, just okay, before then dinner. I, then I think if it's some other time, then the you know mid, uh, the the summer, everyone swimming and jamming. I think Mary Posa would also help out with uh, making an ominous tune. I think she would actually bring out a loot that time. Start, you know, just really like uh, kind of spooky harmonies or melodies to go along she, with the drumming. She, she uses the loot to be invisible and just approach people who are playing just in the background. <laughs> in the back during the soccer match. No, I, yeah, yeah, just just to keep up the beat at all at all times. Nice. All right. Cool. Um, oh, and I think um, 
uh, on your turn, choose a prompt. Uh, yeah, I think the prompt I want to pick for this is, I think there's like, oh, there's a traveling troop of performers here for a few days. Have you met any of them before? And I want to say that maybe some of them were uh, with an old band that Mariposa, Mariposa was in. And she's like trying real hard to introduce some of them with uh, her new family and her friends. Nice. And like, oh, hey, um, oh, sorry, my voice is kind of weird. Um, like, oh, um, hey, um, Terry, um, Amanda, like, this is uh, Ruby. Like, she, she was an old bandmate back when I was uh, first starting on my own, traveling around. Oh, gosh, it's one of your friends from before we met. Hello, Ruby. Hello, it is a- Ruby. And like, it is an honor to meet you. And he like, he like, uh, he does like this sort of sweet. I don't know how to describe it, but like, he bows and like takes off his hat and like a fell swoop. I I know what you're talking about. That yeah, yeah. A, a, a swoopy performative bow. Yeah. yeah, and I won't say that Ruby's like, especially now is kind of like goth looking, and like as soon as soon as she hears Terry's voice, it's like, wait, hey. he's. Is Ruby the Ebony Darkness Raven Way who really likes the chips? No, this is a, this, this a, is a new uh, a new, new goth. A new, a new goth. A there new could be goth. more than one goth. <laughs> <laughs> I goth mean, if, if Ebony Darkness Raven Way has taught us anything, it's that everyone can be goth. Yeah, that is <laughs> how inspiring of her. Yes. Um, great and she's like hey you know what with, with a voice like that you'd be really good in uh, this new genre that's coming out called death metal I think you'd be real good at that and she's gonna try to talk with Terry about like leave your leave your job join my death metal band <laughs> I'm, I'm going to uh, uh, hurt out uh, Mariposa's biological kids and sort of just be like, hey, have a look at your mum's old friends. <laughs> uh, forgive me, but I am not much of a musician. And Ruby just kind of puts her arm around uh, Terry's like, here's the thing, though. You don't really need, like, when you're the front, like, the front man for, like, like as long as he has the voice and can talk loud and raspy enough it'll work trust me about it <laughs> a new genre death metal you mean like this <laughs> and she's like yeah and she throws out the horn like yeah kind of no, not really goth she's more like metal metal yeah. rocker chick yeah no, she Terry, has some Terry's goth hits tongue is gonna stick out like limp <laughs> and, and her tail goes all weakly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's just really cute mental image <laughs> of a, a dragonborn just kind of going from the limb. Um, <laughs> are we good with finishing being off the clock now? I think we're good. Dan, how are I, you? Yeah. Uh, I think. I don't think I really got to choose a scene, so I'll just uh, make one real sure. quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, shit, uh, you uh, were playing okay, some ominous so, music. 
Oh yeah, I was doing that. Yeah, we we were all uh, getting into the music side of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did my fair share. Uh Cool. So, um so uh, I used nature speak and yeah. I am replacing that with parable from the orator. I've got a lesson for every situation from that I've heard from my animal friends and I am out of adventuring experiences. I am fully domesticated. Nice. <laughs> I, I also I... used up nature speak uh, when I was re- telling the story to your kittens who can no- not yet understand common. And I replaced it with distillation, strength of the good in something, by improving Wait. upon the tale of Bilbo Baggins by making it about a dragon. <laughs> nice. Um, that qu- does sound better. Question: Did when do you like your children don't know in common yet? Do you mean like Tabaxikins no beach speech or yes. something before? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just assuming they know that. Yeah. No, it, sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, I. Used oh, and I have thing. no more adventure experiences left. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say that um, I used up Double's fingers, you know, prodigious skill, uh, prod- prodigious skill with an instrument, and uh, while you know doing various amounts of jamming out, and you know what I think, you know what, yeah, you know what? yeah, I think I'll. Uh, take from the merch trader. No, I think I'll. Yeah, no, I'll take from the merchant thing. Uh, the back room satisfy most everyday needs. So, uh, Vi, continue your things. Yes. yes. Tell tell us right. how you used up your last skill. <laughs> All right. So I decided that like I used up the devil's fingers. Right. Of just you know, uh, just an amazing skill with the instrument, and replaced it with the back room, which is satisfied most everyday needs from the merchant uh, uh, experience. And I just want to say that you know, kind of over time, you know, it's not like she's gone terrible with her you know instruments. It's just that she's gone more kind of relaxed. You know, she's no longer like the superstar diva performer that you know she used to be and like you know she has a a lot more time to spend you know with her children and her friends and like making sure that all the staff are doing all right and you know she uh does her best to make sure that you know that if anyone needs any common thing or whatever then you know that we have it in the back you know we we have it somewhere and that's how she got the uh the back room Cool. And that's her final adventure experience. Cool. Dan? Uh, does Armando yep. have uh, full domestication, or are there skills left? There's one skill left, and it is uh, the sword fighting one. Uh, duelist. Okay. I want to pitch that we do Bard's Tale to end... Uh, All right. To end Armano's uh, last bit of adventuring. Alright. Oh, what page is that? A Bard's uh, Tale. 45. Alright. 
Yeah. So, uh, during your time as an adventurer, you accomplish many daring deeds. In fact, some of those deeds are retold to this day by traveling bards. So, it looks like uh, bard versus adventurer. Yes. So, mm -hmm. is it cool if I play the bard? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And are we going uh, to work with um, uh, Armado yeah. being yeah. the uh, adventurer? Yeah, I'll be the adventurer. Right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, what uh, what detail of the story makes you realize that this tale or song is about you? All right. Uh, so. Armando hears the story of of a of a uh, of a son who a son whose father had become a warlord and how his son had to take the blade to defeat him and he is that son mm -hmm. Uh, so my starting questions is how did I learn this tale? Is it directly from the mouth of an eyewitness, another bard, or did I piece together the story from multiple versions? I will say that I uh, got it directly from an eyewitness, one of the guards who uh, witnessed the coup and was, uh, you know, on your side. Huh. Does that sound good? All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Um, so we take turns. Do you want to go first, or should I? You go first with uh, a prompt from telling the tale, and I then I go with a an interruption. Okay. Um, long, long ago, in days of yore, there was a horrible warlord in the sticky jungles. And as it as it turned out, this warlord was, uh, you know, commandeering a god, a baby god, to take over the natural flow of life and death. But oh, baby god. But this this warlord had a dark secret. A son that nobody knew about, except for the temple guards. Oh, palace guards, I worded. Um, and one day, long ago, when people have forgotten, this child knew that his father was the worst of the worst and poisoned the blade and snuck up behind him. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. Hold up, hold up. I did not use a poison blade. I beat him in a fair duel, one that that many witnessed and, and still tell tales of today. Though I guess you are telling the tale, but uh, you need to get some more details right. Wait a second, you... I heard this tale was like eons ago, like centuries. You look young and sprightly. Well, it is a long story. 
You see, while it was a very long time ago, I was... Were you... I was... Oh, sorry. When I, when I defeated... In order to defeat my father, I had to... I had to manipulate the god into, into stopping him once and for all. And in doing so, it stopped me once and for all. For about... Oh, I don't even know how long. Until one day, I was... Until one day, uh, you are you are a young you are man. cursed with immortality until the sun sets in the west. Yes. Nice. My goodness. I am an immortal. It. Uh, well, I will certainly have to um, amend the tale in future if you are indeed the warlord's son. What? Yes. Every person I've heard tell the tale, every person that I've shared the story with, had always said the blade was poisoned. How how did you actually defeat such a celebrated swordsman? I believe you, you see, were a child at the time, were you not? I was... well... Depending on how you want to interpret it, yes, I was a child. I was, I was about fifteen years old, and I did not take a poison blade, but rather, I. But rather, I. I fought him in combat one on one, and when I, when I struck him down, he said that I that I could not have possibly bested him, that I must have cheated somehow. Perhaps my blade was laced with poison. Ah, so it's but the dying words of a vengeful warlord that has corrupted indeed. the tale of true honour. Indeed. Um, I, I believe every version of the tale I heard had the, the sun, you know, depart into the sunset but you're telling me you were stuck in the palace for hundreds of years? How did that how did that change come about? How why didn't people tell the story of the sons locked in the final throes of battle? Standing over well, his wicked father. Well people tell stories the way they want them to be told. Not how they often are, how they happened. It is a much happier ending to say, I rode off into the sunset with the girl of my dreams. But neither of those happened. You see... You see, she fought with me in the battle. And... I I hate to say this, but... Uh... Wait. Huh? I hate to say this, but she turned on me. She sided with him. Perhaps she escaped and changed the story to better fit her interpretation. Oh no, so she was on the side of the one who wanted to commandeer the afterlife? What did she hope to gain from such an alliance? What else? Immortality. 
and yet you are the one cursed with such a fate, according to you. Well, it's possible she she lived too. It has been a very long time. So, uh, ending the tale, uh, what is the epilogue, and does it have a moral to convey for the bard? And what happened after that that no one else could have known? Are you happy with how the story was told from the adventure? So... I would say the uh, intended moral is, um, you know, uh, the forces of nature are stronger than any um, would-be immortal. And the epilogue is, you know, oh, the, the sun and the... The... Uh, the gear. <laughs> the gear? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the son and the one that we now know is a betrayer in the epilogue had uh, further adventures, but obviously that couldn't be the case in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, so my questions are... Uh, what happened after that no one else could yeah. have known? And are you happy with yeah, the story uh, told? Uh, so, so the, the girl of his dreams, who I will say is named, let's go with Margaret. Uh, she, she did live too, and, uh, she did, she did tell the tale, but she, what happened at, what eventually unsealed him is, I guess, what what pe- no one else could have known. A distant descendant of Margaret uh, uh, had heard her own... had happened across the temple where uh, Armando and his father were. And her presence broke the sort of spell that that left them in place. And that is... That is what brought uh, Armando back. That is what that is what uh, let him continue his adventuring life. And he has extremely mixed feelings on how the story is told. He's heard it many times before, but this is the first time he's really felt the urge to speak up. Uh, cool. Now, question: yeah. Is Armando still a, a like a fifteen-year-old, or did he grow? beyond that yeah he's like he's like 30 now but okay so we have an avatar the last airbender situation where you were frozen for a long time and it's like oh you're over 100 years old so perhaps because of that you gave up sword fighting uh yeah cool well i went on many adventures after that but after this last tale, I I realize that perhaps legends legends do pass, or legends change and evolve over time. And he realizes he doesn't need to be known as that that legendary hero. He he can he can be just fine as a fabulous artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. So, and I yeah, crossing out that final one and your final town job thing. Yeah. Uh, 
So I was thinking patron, but I'm reconsidering it. Uh, I think... Uh, I think he's going to go with uh, repair. Fix anything with enough time. And he begins telling his own version of the story. What really happened. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very nice. So, yeah. are we up to in the rhythm of things to finish uh, things off? Yes. So time passes. Yes. Rough edges are sanded down, and before you know it, life in town has become like breathing. You gather in your favourite part of the tavern and wonder where time has gone. This is the last game everyone plays. Everyone describe a habit that your character has pick up, picked up from living in this town to start, then proceed to the ending questions. Uh, I would say I've gotten used to refereeing the animals versus sentient games uh, <laughs> of soccer, football, and other assorted games. I think I have gotten into the habit of labelling my various ointments and cures and herbs rather than just because other people might need to use them instead of just tasting them with my tongue. <laughs> you you have evolved past Warcraft into label maker. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nice. Alright. I now I'd like to say that uh Mary Post is you know, has kinda of developed the habit of kind of going around and, you know, trying to talk to everyone in town or try to make sure that, you know, people aren't lonely or, you know, feeling down. And, you know, just trying to make sure that, just trying to help out whenever she can and whenever it's appreciated, I guess. And, you know, to make better friends with the neighbors, both in the town and, like, with the other people she does trade with. And, mm -hmm. uh, Armando has made it a habit of, of, like, creating artwork for, for festivals and and events and such. Uh, he can. He, he is known to uh, create. He has created a lot of artwork over time and has made a lot of murals. Cool. So. Oh, was there anything else you want to say about that or add on to that, Dan? I think I'm okay. good. Oh, okay. So, questions. So, Take turns asking each other questions. The person asked is the next person to ask someone a question. Come up with your own or use the questions below. The game is over when everyone has been asked twice. Uh, to start off with, I am going to ask... Uh, I am going to ask... Uh, let's see. What was... I am going to ask Mariposa, what do you not miss about adventuring? Uh... Mariposa absolutely does not miss uh, potentially having to just murder people because they're like, oh, we're going to kill you because our boss says so, or we're mercenary thugs, and we're anywhere like, ah, I'm, I'm an evil, you know, necromancer, and it's like, this is dumb, please stop fighting, and, you know, just, she's very glad to not have to deal with such horrid violence anymore, that she gets to just relax with her loved ones. Mm -hmm. cool. So you and get then, to ask uh, the next question? 
Yeah. Yeah, you, you know ask what? the next question, Matt. I, I, I know. I'm just looking it over. Give me, give me a bit. Um, no, I'm gonna ask uh, Dan for uh, Armando. What was the hardest part of fitting into into the town, or does Armando even fit into the town? I guess. <laughs> uh, Armando is able to fit into the town just through just the through becoming a sort of local artist and the hardest part about that was just really just hearing that story the the bard told in many different ways and in time i think he would end up trying to make the true version of the story in the form of like artwork and maybe like a sequential a sort of sequential artwork book nice. a comic you could say mm -hmm. <laughs> a comic Ooh. a graphic novel maybe mm -hmm. published by the um, dark horse publishing company <laughs> uh, i mean another if you prefer another uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask. Uh, oh, I, I'm trying to remember the characters' names. Uh, uh, Terry I, for Cass, his for for Jasmine, Mary Bosa for me. Is Ace? His. His. All right. I'll ask. Uh, his a question. Certainly. Uh. Hmm. Where is your favorite place in town? Oh, goodness. I would say, you know, aside from the tavern itself, I would say the uh, the local school. It It's always a delight to, uh, you know, see uh, how, how the children are taught and what the different uh, styles of education that come across the years... Now that uh, you know our children have uh, moved out and uh, starting lives of their own, uh, it's it's very interesting to see which teachers sort of imply, you know, oh, you should go adventure in the forest, or you know, oh, sticking around town, or you know, becoming a wandering trader or a bard would be the best option. So it's always interesting to see how uh, different teachers shape their uh, charges. Um, so, Terry. Yes, his. I would say, what touch have you added to make the place you live feel like home? I have made myself a roost in the rafters. I am up there most evenings, and I sleep, doze, lazily there in the mornings. Uh, my second question. I would like to ask Armando, what was the worst dish you remember eating that one of you made? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
the worst dish I remember eating that one of us made was, well, one of us tried to make, uh, tried to use the eye potato to make, uh, make a sort of a creamy potato stew, and it didn't turn out so well. It also felt like I had become mildly cursed and I had to, like, get that treated. It's, it's such a shame when your uh, meal blinks back at you. Ah, eye it. potatoes! Potato eyes! Hey! I get it. Hey. Oh! <laughs> Very nice. Cool. Also not so nice about being cursed by dead god food. But, yeah. Dan, what's your question for someone? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let me ask uh, Violet's character. Mariposa. Or Butterfly. Yeah. Mariposa. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Mariposa. What surprised you the most about living in town? Um... Surprised me the most about living town. I feel like it'd be a cheap answer to just say uh, town guard. I mean, <laughs> that was pretty surprising. Did did town guard mellow out, or has he spread his NPC ness to other members of the community? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I um, um, great. Um, no, I think. What kind of... Hmm. <laughs> no, I think what surprised Mariposa the most after, like, you know, adventuring for so many, like, no, probably, like, maybe years or such, and, you know, having to live such a, a violent lifestyle for so long and, like, fight dangerous, you know, like... Dangerous people left and right at times is you know be just how pretty welcoming the town was and how very delightful it is overall. You know, just having to deal with you know uh, you know villainate violence is just. No, I feel like I keep going with that with her, but yeah, you know, it's just kind of just how, you know, even, like, you know, like, uh, you know, Town Guard avoided people for so long, but eventually she was able to help him, like, you know, uh, like, actually talk to, the, you know, the actual Town Guard, and like, you know, try to talk with him and help him out, and just, everyone's pretty chill here, relatively speaking, you know, from what she was kind of used to from rough and tumble venturing lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I think like town guard was surprising, but the fact that she was able to, you know, try to talk to him, you know, try to talk him down, help him out. And just things turned out for the better. I, I don't know how better, what better means if someone acts like a, an elder, or, uh, a uh, Bethesda NPC. Like, I don't know what that means exactly, but like, I would like to imagine that, things got to the better and like he's like yeah yeah came into I, his own yeah came to his own thank you and 
yeah, that was what most surprised her of just you know like ah there there are people who are actually just nice just often and like i like to imagine that she's got kind of paranoid from adventuring and then that just kind of helped her go into her own or not go there but you know what i'm saying like relax and get let, less let her focus hand down. The, yeah exactly and now that i'm up Hmm. <laughs> um. Who's been? Who hasn't been asked twice? Yet? Uh, Terry and his. All right then. Da, 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 da. You know what? Hit. I'm. Uh. Mary Pro's, oh, What does his miss? Uh. About adventuring. Oh goodness. Um. Yeah. I I would say uh, I, I miss the serendipity of being in the right place at the right time to help <laughs> out people who are in, you know, difficult positions. Uh, basically, I miss the random encounter table. <laughs> damn. No, th- damn, that's good. Because, <laughs> yeah, Mary Falso is kind of really somber. I was kind of really somber with that of just, like, there's so many terrible bastards, but like no, it, it was kind of fun. But like, and, and yeah, we, just we being did able to help, help people, people out. out a fair amount. So that is true. Yeah. Um, Terry. Yes. So who are you dating? Who am I dating? Yeah, who's who's Terry ended up? Uh, you know, uh, hooking up with or whatever. Terry is a solo actor. Oh, well, in that case, um, why don't we find out from Terry um, who he considers to be a apprentice? Uh, she. I'm going to say that Terry has taken one of your kids as apprentice. A little kitty tabaxi named named Bark on Face. No, Bark on Head. Bark on Head? Bark on Head. Yep. Bark on Head. Bark on Head. Oh. <laughs> yep. Okay. And I think that is That's everything. All. Yeah. Damn. We opened a tavern, gang. Yeah. Yay. And the Four Winds Roost will uh, be we'll available live on in for... our hearts and minds forever. Be available for anyone to drop in and have a, a lovely uh, two-star cuisine, two-star atmosphere, <laughs> or one-star service. Damn. <laughs> no, I, I think it's... it's I think know, that's I think, valid. I think it's a pretty good place overall you know it's kind of like a hole in the wall you know it's a really big hole in the wall but it's kind of you know you know we never got enough money to like you know make everything you know big and shiny as we wanted but you know it's it's more than enough it's, for what it's our, not know, much what we need. but it's home yes so exactly this is a, a a lovely game thank you for uh, yeah suggesting this is it. great Thank yeah. you so much, yeah. Dan. 
thank thank you so very thank much for suggesting this game, Dan. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to have done it. Uh, so, thank you for listening to this episode of Strangers Fiction. We are an audio entropy podcast, and if you like what we're doing here, you can go to audioentropy.com and click the donate button. Money you give us there just goes to keeping the site online and paying the hosting fees. Vi, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on um, Kitty Cat Herder at uh, Twit, uh, yeah, at Twitch, and also at Twitter. I need to stream more often, but it's something I'm starting, I'm trying to work on. Cool. Jazz, where can we find you? I'm uh, at P-I-D-M-O-N on Twitter. And uh, I'm certainly, I mean, at least someone's heart and mind, right? <laughs> no. And Dan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at linkpr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter, you can find my art blog, you can find my other podcasts I'm on, which include Pot of Greed, a ah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pot podcast. Of Greed. <laughs> and, uh, and Sonic. Uh, the Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic Lore podcast, where I change which continuity I'm discussing every week. Uh... I'm. I was also recently on an episode of uh, like a podcast, like a podcast, hey, aka podcast Gaga Toku, which is a Yakuza podcast, and I think that's it. Oh, and yeah, nice, cool. And I can be found on Twitter at what is cosplay and, and at Patreon.com/slash/CastyWinter, where you can get access to episodes as soon as I'm finished editing them for just a dollar a month. At $5, you'll receive a shout-out at the end of the episode. And you can also commission me to write stuff, including short stories and fanfic at co-fee.com slash So until next time, make your tails go wiggly. <laughs> and, and please remember, the kids are all right. The kids are all right. Yeah. <laughs> and also to tip your... Um, well, I guess in places where, you know... The, you know, uh, uh, server you know, server staff don't get you know paid good wages. Please remember to tip your uh, servers and your delivery people. Dan, what's your sign off for today? Uh, uh, please remember that in these trying times, uh, don't tip with cash. Also, it, it please remember that cheeky Nan, Doe. <laughs> She's braver than any U.S. Marine.